Hey, it's Lynn Galadner, and this is the Make Meaning Podcast. I'm founder of the Your People Marketing and PR Agency, and I lead the Make Meaning Movement, a platform that helps purpose-driven visionaries and leaders do business with meaning. On this podcast, you'll hear stories of how people dare to take chances to live the life they want with meaningful work and purposeful days. There are many ways to fill your life with meaning. Join us at makemeaning.org to learn more. Now, on to the show. Today on the Make Meaning Podcast, I'm speaking with Alana and Jacob Blumenstein, the sister-brother team behind Kids Read to Kids. Alana is a creative writing major at Oberlin College, and Jacob is a high school senior at Detroit Country Day School. He is also the founding president of the International Dyslexia Association's Young Adult Advocate Program. In 2017, Alana and Jacob created Kids Read to Kids. Kids Read to Kids was a 2018 Parents' Choice Award winner, and the organization received the 2018 Digital Media of the Year Award in Education from Creative Child Magazine. Alana and Jacob are also ambassadors for the Kids Zone of the National Center on Improving Literacy. Alana and Jacob, welcome to the Make Meaning Podcast. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, we're really happy to be here. I'm so impressed with your passion for helping others. And so I'd love to begin by asking you to tell me how you dreamed up Kids Read to Kids and set it in motion. Um, Well, it all kind of started um, uh, with my experiences in elementary school. Mm -hmm. Um, So growing up, I didn't know I was dyslexic. Mm -hmm. Um, And every day I basically woke up knowing I was going to embarrass myself. Um, I couldn't read in class and we would do this activity where, um, we would go around in a circle and kind of read a different passage. Hmm. And I remember I would count the people and raise my hand, um, strategically so I could go to the bathroom just in time, um, that when I came back, they would skip my turn. Oh, you poor thing. (laughs) Well, um, this didn't always work. And so, um, and my teachers kind of caught on to what I was doing. I, um, I, I never really understood why I couldn't read and why I was having so much trouble doing basic things that my peers were doing without any difficulty. Mm-hmm. And my teachers didn't either. So okay. They saw it as me not trying or being stupid or lazy, Mm -hmm. Um, when in reality, I was actually trying extremely hard. When my teachers kind of like said that to my parents, I I believed them. And Mm -hmm. that really affected my self-confidence. Sure. And just, uh, it it really, it it made my self-confidence plummet. And so in fifth grade, my mom found out that I had dyslexia mm-hmm. and immediately after she worked with me as hard as she could. And, um, I actually transferred schools, mm-hmm. um, into a, um, a, a different middle school that mm-hmm. offered better resources and better learning support. Okay. Throughout the, my three years at middle school, I, unfortunately, I, I like to joke that I unfortunately made um, friends with some of the smartest people in my grade. Um, <laughs> and I came, I came from a um, different school where I was very, very behind in that school. And sure. so I was very behind in my grade um, in middle school. And so being friends with these people kind of pushed me to 
worked as hard as I possibly could and used every kind of resource I had. And of course, like I um, wouldn't have been able to succeed without the encouragement I was given from my parents. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then in high school, in ninth grade, I kind of looked back at my experience and I, I saw that I was actually doing well. I finally got, um, um, summa cum laude. I was getting, um, straight A's. (laughs) Thank you. Um, and I looked back to where where I came from, and I realized that I was so lucky. I was so lucky because I had parents and a a, a warm family that supported me mm-hmm. uh, and believed in me. And I was given so many resources and so many um um just so just so much encouragement. And it really helped me to learn all these study skills. And I had so many resources and. Uh, I learned like so many study skills and it really, really helped me to become the student that I am now. Okay. And I realized that there are a lot of people that don't have that. And so that inspired Kids Read to Kids? Yeah. So So tell um, us a little bit about like what the organization does. Um, And I'd love to hear from Alana too. So just tell us a little bit about, you know, how does it work? um, How do you connect with kids and how do you support them? Right. So, um, as Jacob's family member, we all witnessed what Jacob went through and we wanted to give back to kids who didn't have the same resources that Mm -hmm. we were lucky to have. Mm -hmm. And so we thought, what would we have, what are we grateful that we had as kids? And growing up, we always really loved listening to our father read classic novels. Hmm. And that really sparked a love of reading in us that I don't know that we would have had otherwise. Sure. Um, so on our site, we offer a range of abridged classic novels read chapter by chapter by mm-hmm. um, our group of volunteers, mm-hmm. all kids like mm-hmm. us who have all struggled in school. Okay. And they read these classic novels chapter by chapter. They're all available on our site and on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And so any child anywhere in the world can listen at their own pace. And you just think that that builds a love of reading then in kids and sort of sparks that curiosity? Right. So um, we're very, very open about our learning challenges on Kids Read to Kids. And uh-huh. we do that strategically. Mm-hmm. We want to um, uh, create a safe space where kids can come and kind of see that they're not alone in their struggles. When I was struggling, I felt like I was the only one going um, through all of this. And Mm -hmm. we are trying to send the message that you're not alone, Mm -hmm. one. And also that like you are good enough and you're smart enough because a lot of dyslexics are so smart. They just feel that they're not because they struggle with like different things. Yeah. And so we want to encourage that message of you're not alone And then also with um, helping build a love of reading, we want to help build their initial reading skills with also um, using active listening and Mm -hmm. processing and just listening to a story, which helps build vocabulary Mm -hmm. and also just like the beginning stages of reading. And so we want to encourage independent reading, independent learning, and just encourage kids to just be learners. 
So, okay. So it's pretty special that, you know, you took your personal experience and wanted to use that to help others. And, you know, most people would just find an organization to volunteer with or, you know, help kids that they know, but you guys are clearly very entrepreneurial. And so um, tell me a little bit about like, what was that inspiration or that spark that, that told you like, we can create an organization, we can take this somewhere. It can be big. Like it's, it's not every kid who not only has a desire to create an organization, but has the passion and the, the um, focus to make it go forward. So tell me a little bit about that. Well, we come from a very entrepreneurial family. Mm -hmm. One of our biggest inspirations actually is our mom. Okay. What does she do? Um, she, she grew up just like Jacob. She was dyslexic an undiagnosed dyslexic and okay. struggled heavily in school, mm-hmm. but she worked extremely hard and ended up at the MNT program at the university of Pennsylvania and mm-hmm. got an MBA from Warden business school. Wow. Um, and she, she worked as a consultant. She has been an engineer. She's done so many things and she's had so much real business experience that we as kids, like right. we don't have. And so we had her by our side and she's really, she's really been that constant encouragement and that constant piece of advice that's always there. Right. She's pushed us to be better and she's let us know that anything is possible. Uh Um, We couldn't have done any of this without her. So yeah, when we thought, is there, when we thought about wanting to give back to those kids, Mm -hmm. we, we wanted to do something that was our own, that was from kids. We thought it was so important to include the kid component and not just to volunteer Although we loved so many organizations, sure, we sure. thought it was so important to add a component that was purely kid-based so that other kids could come to our site and see that not only are they not alone, mm-hmm. but they can make a change too. That's and awesome. And also, um, creating a business is not only just like finding a great idea and figuring out how to do that. Mm-hmm. It's also very there's a very um, business technical side. And our father, he actually created his own business. Okay. Um, and he helped us so much in that regard where what do we do first? What are the copywriting and you know legal terms that we have to do? So there's so much, there's so much to think about when you're creating a business. And so we're so lucky that our parents both came from different experiences and had so much uh, lessons to teach us. For sure. For sure. So, okay. So you guys have built this. It's, it's a few years old. Um, you're both, you know, advancing in your academic careers, you know, Alana, you're in college and Jacob, you're headed there. And so um, what do you see in the future for Kids Read to Kids? My goal for Kids Read to Kids um, has always been uh, to help as many kids as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as we learn more and as we go on to higher education, mm-hmm. we're going to learn how to do that and how to expand Kids Read to Kids to the biggest it can possibly be. Sure. Yeah, we'd love even to partner with more organizations too. We could see Kids Read to Kids. Um, we're, we're already at um, a couple of hospitals, children's hospitals, which I think oh, is okay. really important. Yeah. Um, so that 
kids struggling there don't feel alone. And I'd love to really increase our partnerships with a lot of hospitals and orphanages and anywhere where kids where kids are lacking resources. Right. Sure. Sure. So, um, so tell me a little bit about how you have impacted some kids through this organization. Do you have any like anecdotes or stories about children that you've connected with and how your support has really made the difference for them? Yeah. So I, um, I'm going to withhold names just for, for sure. reasons, yeah, but yeah. I think I, I almost cried when I, um, when I read, um, this parents, um, she, she messaged us and she was talking about how her son, he's um, uh, struggling in dyslexia and um, he has some other learning challenges and other um, problems that, that set him back in school. Mm-hmm. And he struggled with reading and he hated reading. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I remember personally, I hated reading growing up as well because mm-hmm. of the negative as- association with it. Sure. Um, but she told us that because of Kids Read to Kids, he really found a love of reading and he's like listening to books and he really like, he really like found that passion. And that's really our goal. Our goal is to, is to change the way our uh, dyslexic kids not only view reading, but also view themselves and their learning. And so when that, when that mom was talking to us about how he actually felt better about himself and better about his reading. Mm-hmm. I, I really felt so, so amazing. And it, and it just pushed me even more to mm-hmm. try and get kids read to kids out there to help yeah. even more people. Awesome. That's so great. So um, tell me a little bit about where you guys are headed. Like I know Alana, you're studying creative writing and Jacob, I'm not sure what your plans are after high school. Obviously um, high school has been a little bit amended at the end right. here. I have a, <laughs> I'm the mom of a high school senior. So I really feel for you guys this year and I'm so sorry you're missing all of the amazing milestones, but, um, but you'll be part of history. So um, <laughs> tell me a little bit about where each of you are headed in your own careers and uh, you know, where, where you'd like to see this go. Um, well, I'm currently majoring in creative writing at Oberlin college mm-hmm. and I have so many ideas for the future. <laughs> um, I'd really love to be an author and to write stories that can that other kids, just like we try to do on Kids Read to Kids, I'd love to write stories that other kids can really see themselves in and relate to. Okay. I'm also hoping to attend law school in the future. Uh-huh. I'm really passionate about fighting for causes and I'd hope to one day be able to legally even make changes for other people that feel like they don't have a voice. Amazing. I love your passion. Love it. So Jacob, what's next for you? Well, um, as you know, I'm a high school senior, so Uh I'm currently deciding between colleges Uh um, and I'm looking at um, Oberlin, which Alana is at, Uh um, and then also Ross School of Business at the University of Michigan. Wonderful options. Um, so I really don't know. I mean, obviously they're, they're very different and I would have a different education if I chose either school, mm-hmm. but I definitely, no matter where I end up, I want to learn how I can further make the world a better place, either mm-hmm. through business or through any other way. 
Amazing. You guys are so inspiring. I love it. I'm so glad (laughs) that you're on the show. So, you know, on this podcast, we really focus on how people find meaning and purpose and use that to build their lives, whether it's in work or at home or, you know, things like that. So something that I always ask my guests on the show is what permission slip you would give to our listeners about how they find their meaning, how they use it to direct where they go. So what permission slips would you guys offer our listeners today? I would say find a cause that you believe in and don't be afraid to fight for it. Anyone can make a change, even if you feel like you're too small to make a difference in someone else's life, you really can. Even just by sharing our resources on our site, like you could be sharing those resources with a kid who's really struggling. Mm -hmm. And um, something for me, um, I just want to throw out the message that um, everyone has the potential for greatness. Mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to think that even if because of dyslexic dyslexia or not dyslexia, um, that you are limited because for any reason. Mm-hmm. I I think it's really important to see everything you have to offer and to go wherever you dream to go. Well, I think that um, in hands of um, adolescents like you guys, our future looks pretty good. So I'm really thrilled to have this chance to speak with both of you, Alana and Jacob Blumenstein. I'm really happy um, that you're here. And thank you so much for being on the Make Meaning podcast. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Make Meaning Podcast with Lynn Galadner. You can find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. If you like what you've heard here, join us over at makemeaning.org to discover how you can add more meaning to your life. And hey, if you like our conversations, please subscribe and share this episode with the meaningful people in your world.